We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Derek and Cody, with you as always. And guys, we were talking about the defensive line the other day, and we sort of mentioned the idea that, you know, maybe it's time that Indianapolis implement a change on the defensive line. Now, of course, we've been talking about it, whether or not Indianapolis needs to get another elite edge guy to be able to make things work better for this unit. But for the instance that they don't do that, we do think that there is one thing that should be considered. I think a lot of Colts fans are actually talking about it now, and that's whether or not edge rusher Dio Dangbo should be seeing more snaps than current starting edge rusher Quiddy Pay. Cody, obviously these two were drafted in the same draft. Uh, if anybody has been on this channel since the 2021 NFL draft, uh, we'll have seen our reactions to getting Quiddy Pay and uh, selecting Dio and Dangbo in that second round definitely was puzzling. And those two have really been trying to, you know, coexist with each other throughout this time. And I think, Cody, we're now seeing a certain circumstance where the numbers that Dio Adangbo is putting up and the blatant potential that he might have is starting to make people think maybe this guy should be the starter moving forward. What What do you say about that? Yeah, and I know you're going to bring up the chart later, so I'll save that. But I mean, I think when you just look at it, and I think a big reason why when we you know talked about some players who we think you take the biggest step forward here in 2024. Dio made the list and Quiddy didn't. It's just because Dio on paper, there's just so much more you feel like you can tap into. I mean, we already know the physical tools that Dio brings. I mean, the size, you know, the athleticism, the length, all that stuff that Dio brings. I mean, it's definitely a definitely a great thing that you can work with. And you think, you know, getting the right defensive line coach in there hopefully can unlock even more for Dio this year. Not saying that Quiddy can't continue to get better but I think Derek you look at Dio and you say man I mean this guy's just got so if you feel like the sky is really the limit for Dio right he doesn't really feels like the ceiling for him is so much higher 
than it is for really anybody else on this defensive line roster at this point. You know, like it just feels like he's the guy that, yes, well, he had a nice season in 2023 you just feel like there's more you can tap into potentially and so when you look at him versus when you look at quitty pay i mean the fact that Derek he has you know barely i don't even know what how many percent of snaps i'm sure we'll get into that but you know he's clearly has been out snapped by quitty in the first couple years of his career but you look at the sack numbers and you look at some of the things that he's done efficiency wise and you know, Dial's been better. He really has been better when it comes to getting after the quarterback. And so, like, when you look at Dio, you see the raw potential there. Um, You see what he's already shown. And it, you definitely see and you definitely think, like, this is just a glimpse of what this guy could become if you do get him in the right situation with the right coaches and get him fully properly developed into what he could become. And you never really get that sense with Quiddy Pay. You kind of feel like he is – closer to his ceiling than you would say with a Dioa Dangbo. So I think that is why we are so high. So many other people are high. And I know also the stats will back this up as well, that Dio has so much more if he gets more, you know, snaps moving forward. And so I know you're going to talk about that real quick, but I think you just look at Dio and you say, this dude's got so much more potential than anybody else on this roster when it comes to the defensive line. And you're just excited because this guy's still extremely young and he's got a lot there and you're looking forward to seeing what he could become potentially. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, we kind of saw him blossom this year into a much more effective guy. And, you know, there's there was a couple games, primarily the game against the uh, New England Patriots, where we saw in that first half he had three sacks. In the first half of that game, I mean, we were talking about this guy might potentially have a five-sack game by the end of it. But, you know, he had one and a half sacks against the Rams. You know, had one and a half sacks against the Steelers. You know, it, it just seems like, there's a lot more opportunities where Dio Dangbo can flat out just take over a game versus a Quiddy Pay. Now, Quiddy Pay did have half a snap or half a sack more this year than Dio Dangbo, yes. And overall numbers were definitely in favor of Quiddy Pay. But like you said, he is getting the majority of the snaps from that spot. So, you know, Dio Dangbo isn't quite getting the same number. This last year, yes, they finished with the same amount of sacks, but we were talking about it in a video earlier. I mean, he, his percentage, I mean, the amount of times he actually gets to the quarterback, he gets to 
the quarterback, his sack percentage is like at a 3.2% right now versus Quiddy's, which is at a just under a 2%. So, I mean, Quiddy is getting to the quarterback o- over 1% less than Dio Adangbo is. And Dio has one of the highest sack percentages uh, in the NFL when it comes to edge guys. And even just looking at like pressure rating, albeit it's not great. Dio Dangbo's pressure rate is not great in comparison to a lot of other great defensive ends in this league, but it is still better than Quiddy Pays. And like you said, Cody, we feel like as if Dio just has another gear in him that is waiting to be unlocked. And I, it's not to say that I don't think Quiddy Pay may necessarily not have one, but I, I would trust the fact that Dio can do a lot more things in a pass rush department than Quiddy Pay. But of course, we know why Quiddy Pay's out there right now. He's he's really a better run defender at this moment in time. That's the bread and butter of a Quiddy Pay. But you start getting into the debate of. Which do you prefer, Cody? I mean, do you prefer a guy be out there because he's a little bit more rounded or would you prefer a guy that maybe isn't as solid at, you know, stopping the run, but he's definitely got more higher potential to get a sack on any given down. And then, of course, when you talk about, I mean, we talked about Quiddy Pay versus Dio Dengbo. I'm not saying that it should matter, but I have a feeling it does that Quiddy pays the first rounder. Dio is the second rounder. And I think that Chris Ballard and company had a feeling that Dio, it was supposed to be on the opposite side of Quiddy pay. And that was how they dreamed it up to be. But I'm starting to think that Dio should be that guy that gets more snaps because you're already seeing it that Dio Adangbo from a percentage rating of how often he can get to the quarterback. He's already shown you with less snaps. He can get the same, if not better stats uh, against the quarterback with less snaps. So I feel like it's important that you allow this guy to continue to keep growing and giving him those snaps. Even if that means putting Quiddy pay on the back burner, just a little bit. And I think we saw that a little bit, especially like seems like near the end of the season a little bit more. We saw less of Quiddy Pay on the pass rush downs. We saw more of some of these other guys being able to get opportunities, right? And I think that just goes to show you, I mean, Derek, I know PFF, a lot of people don't like it, but it was pretty actually like concerning to me when you look at the pass rush rate for a lot of these guys, because obviously, you know, Quiddy Pay had a pretty good run, you know, defense. For the most part, but then when you look at the pass rush, you know, grades, uh, Derek, it is honestly baffling. Quiddy pays a grade. It's kind of crazy, actually, how bad it is and how truly poor it is at getting after the quarterback. I believe it was one of the worst ones on the team. It was something like ninth on the team. And this is a guy that's a full-time starter. So if that tells you anything, it's just like, I mean, Grover Stewart, for goodness sakes, the one tech had a better pass rush grade than your guy that you drafted to get after the quarterback. And so that is just not a great thing. Well, yes, Quiddy's a solid player. He's really good against the run, no question about it. Um, I do think when you look at it, you know, Dio, you know, obviously we talk about the physicality, but 
you know, you, you I was just looking at some pure stats from last year, Derek, and, you know, just some of the, you know, numbers when it came to the snap counts and stuff. So just a little bit of a thing here. Uh, so Quiddy Pay had in total 700 snaps on defense last year. Dio had 622. So, I mean, that's a decent number difference right there. Yet despite the fact Dio had, you know, half sack less than Quiddy Pay did, um, he had a lot of different things, actually more than Quiddy Pay, which is quite interesting when it comes to getting after the quarterback. So, I mean, he had virtually the same amount of hurries, the same amount, more pressures than Quiddy. So, like, on less snaps, Dio's affecting things. You know, I know sacks are, don't tell the whole story a lot of times, but Dio was affecting the game more than Quiddy was when it came to getting after the quarterback. And so, like, you see that, you say, man, this dude, I mean, on less snaps, you know, he needs more snaps. What could he do with 700-plus snaps? You know, what could he do with 60-plus percent? Uh, could he uh, quit, you know, eclipse that 10-sack that, uh, mark? Could he do that if he was given more opportunities? And so when you look at these two guys, I mean, I'm not saying Quiddy's not a good player because I think he is a solid player overall, especially against the run. But I think when you look at it, you say, what's been your biggest issue for years? It's been consistently getting after the quarterback. And while Dio, like you said, nowhere near the top is one of like the elite edge rushers, he's definitely shown you more than Quiddy Pay at this point. So if you're not going to address, you know, pass rush via free agency or whatever, which I still think you need to, or in some capacity, whether that's free agency, whether that's the draft, if, but if you don't address it for some reason, I think you're right. I think you definitely have to consider giving guys like Dio Dangbo more opportunities on pass rush downs and just in general because you feel like what's the point, I guess, Derek, if you already kind of know where where Quiddy's ceiling is, but you feel like Dio has even another gear that he can get into. I personally am like, why are we wasting snaps on Quiddy in certain ways when you could be giving Dio more and more of the workload and just letting him grow and even get better as a player by just playing? Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, and remember, I mean, Dio Dangbo is a whole year behind Quiddy Pay in regards to that he didn't really get a full season his first year. Remember, he was injured coming out of college and wasn't able to have a lot of the offseason that he really wanted and, you know, having to deal with that and the injury. And he wasn't 100% even when he came back that year. He still wasn't 100% the way he wanted to. So, you know, he had a whole year behind Quiddy Pay. So, 
you know, to be able to put that into perspective, he's still younger than Quiddy Pay, still more inexperienced than Quiddy Pay, and still being able to put up the same, if not better, numbers from every metric when it comes to Dio and Quiddy Pay. So, listen, at the end of the day, I don't think it's really going to change a whole lot about this team, but I do think that it says something that Dio Dangbo has a higher upside for getting after the quarterback than Quiddy Pay. And I feel that it is time to reward him with that and be able to see if he's able to provide something for this team that this Colts defense desperately needs. So we'll have to see, man. I don't know if uh, bringing in Charlie Partridge is going to end up really doing anything for this. Uh, Maybe he decides that is the way to go. I mean, it could be quite possible that this has been a position coach thing more than anything. We'll see what he has uh, to throw at it. But I think that's going to do it for this one, guys. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think that Dio Dangbo should be taking more snaps from Quiddy Pay, or do you believe that it should stay where it's at and you feel confidence in Quiddy Pay still? But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.